0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm joined today by Mr. Kelvin Newman. Hello, everybody. Today, we are talking about a subject that is relatively close to my heart, are we not? Yes,
1: we're going to be doing a podcast about podcasting. That's a little <sighs> bit meta, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But me- yeah. A meta podcast.
1: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of this, so we're asking the question, me and Andy are going to have a bit of a discussion today um, about this kind of re rise in, in podcasting, the hype around podcasting, and how that's increased. Um, many of you, of course, because you're listening to this podcast, are already listeners of podcasts. If that makes sense, hopefully. Mm. But there's been a lot of new listeners to podcasts. And actually, I'll be honest, I'm included in this. I've been listening to more podcasts recently than I have done in the past. And a lot of that's been triggered by one podcast in particular. Now, those of you who follow me on Twitter um, will know quite how obsessed I became, um, like a lot of people, um, in the run-up to Christmas around a new podcast that was produced by the people behind This American Life, which I think is probably the most popular podcast, or certainly was until this point in time so that's kind of an american npr radio syndicated radio show that's also a podcast and very very popular okay um but they launched a spin-off um called serial now i imagine some of you'd be very very familiar with serial so um apologies for me recapping what that's about um but hopefully if you haven't heard it before i definitely recommend checking it out so it's probably very was very very different to the the internet marketing podcast um Because it's about, it's not about business, it's not about kind of uh, internet marketing or any of that type of thing. It's a crime investigation. So it's about a closed case. The reporter, the journalist Sarah Koenig, reinvestigating a case from a number of years ago about a teenager who was imprisoned for murdering his then ex-girlfriend and... Like re-examining the case. Can can we
0: just establish: is this a fictitious drama or is this true? True true story. True story.
1: So it's a journalistic um, reporting of a true story. So
0: it's almost like a documentary. It's been broken into episodes. Yeah.
1: So it's exactly like a documentary, and that's kind of very much the format of This American Life. But whereas there'll be kind of like an hour, um, this was kind of you know an hour a piece over I think fourteen weeks or something like that, or twelve weeks. So a very very long, interesting piece of audio journalism. Yeah. Um and also very very interesting as well because it kind of exposed the process a bit as well so kind of you you know um you were kind of you felt part of the investigation and part of the production of the podcast process so that's kind of very interesting there as well. Mm. Um but generally caught a lot of people by surprise and caught a lot of people's attention people who perhaps had relapsed podcast listeners or had never listened to a podcast before lots of people i know who had never listened to podcasts before Heard people talking about cereal, enjoyed it, got sucked in, and now are big podcasting fans. And it's kind of led this, plus a couple of other podcasts doing quite well of late um, in the digital marketing space. People like Tim Ferriss and his podcast mm. doing very, very well of late has um, led to the, a lot of people saying, Are podcasts, you know, the next big thing or back to their heyday or kind of, you know, certainly something that a lot of people are a lot more excited about than perhaps they were you Know 12 months ago, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of setting the scene a bit, and kind of um, you know, we've been doing this. At, well, I've been doing it for a long time, I've had a couple of years off and have come back. And he's been there since day one. Um, have you found, have you noticed that there's a, any shift in the way in which people are um, enjoying audio content? And has that
0: changed at all, Andy? Do you want the honest answer? Yeah, no, mm. um, I've heard other podcasters mm. saying that there has been. Been a a second wind in podcasting. Yeah. So that has kind of influenced me. I suppose it's made me want to try and look for it. But Mm. to be honest with you, I haven't really been out there looking. Yeah. Um, That doesn't mean to say that that isn't the case. No. Um, I was always led to believe, and I find this quite credible, that if it has had a bit of a resurgence in interest, a big influencer of that was when Apple actually made a sort of native, proper podcast listening app that was separate to iTunes. And baked it into the operating system, which happened what best over a year ago, now yeah. I think that was. Yeah. And I can understand that that may have had a big influence. Mm. The other interesting thing is that, um, I mean, me and you, Calvin, mm. no, we 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 produce this podcast, mm. which is kind of, eh, it's not serialized. It's it's factually, it's just like the latest mm. news and stuff. The podcast you're describing is a very interesting area. I think it's, I don't know if it's in the minority, but it's it's a completely different type mm. of listening experience. Mm. And it kind of, for me, it kind of emphasizes the fact that podcasting is just a method of getting stuff out there. Yeah. And it's not really a thing. And it's, that, I've, I'm going to sound like Leo Laporte now, but mm. I find myself recently mm. being reluctant to use the word podcast. Mm. Like, I've, I found myself reluctant to say, in this podcast, mm. we will be, because it's a bit like saying, in this TV broadcast, mm. we will be. Yeah. I tend to use the word show. Yeah. Uh, because podcasting is just a way of getting it out there i mean Mm. we could we could make uh a youtube video of you know um a pair of dustbins Mm. and then just have this audio track over the top and it Mm. would be a youtube video Mm. or we could you know put it onto dv onto onto uh, sort of cds and dvds Mm. or onto Mm. you know little memory sticks and, Mm. and distribute it that way it's just the mechanism of distributing it but i do think that if you look at the... I forget what that graph's called, but there's a graph, isn't there, that shows mm. you, like, when something is new, initially there's a big spike. It's called the hype spike. Yeah, yeah, and the, the hype cycle. And then yeah, disillusionment yeah, yeah, slope. Yeah, yeah. And then the slow adoption yeah. slope. I wonder if what we're seeing is the slow adoption slope. Mm. And maybe it's a bit of a spike. Maybe it's a hybrid, mm. and there's a second little spike. Mm. But people are getting more used to it because there was so much hype. I mean, when I started in 2006 and it was other podcasters that were saying this Mm. it's the next big thing now we could all broadcast Mm. Mm. but there was so much dross out there i Mm. mean you know my early attempts before i was doing internet marketing Mm. were just hideous Mm. i mean we'll have to make those available one day (laughs) They're absolutely hilarious you know the bbc got on board and they started putting their high quality content out again using the channel Mm. of podcasts which probably made it a bit more credible but i don't know it's it's either i mean it might be a second interest There, there might be people who were maybe they didn't really notice it the first time or they just poo-pooed it the first time or they were just too young, they weren't mm. yet into sort mm. of the internet mm. who didn't see it first time. And maybe maybe 2005, 2006 was a little bit before its time and mm. now the time has come.
1: Well, I think that's it, isn't it? I think, net, you know, particularly in the, the world of marketing um, that kind of we operate in, that there certainly has been this realisation that, you know, it's been there since like the clue train and, you know, all of these, you know, early You know, social media business ideas and, you know, methods that businesses um, should want to communicate with their customers and build trust, build rapport Mm. and build credibility. And there's lots of different ways in which you can do that. And, you know, even just with the, okay, produce content that your audience are going to want to enjoy, going to want to, you know, participate and, you know, consume. That, you know, I think far more businesses, far many more, can't speak. Lots of (laughs) of business. You know where I'm getting at, right? Um, They know that they want to get their word out there. And I think that I've always had this view that different people um, prefer to consume or enjoy content in different ways. Now, it's not necessarily really feasible if you're driving a car to watch a video broadcast, you know, a video show. Mm. Um, If you're, you know, going for a run. You can't be reading a white paper, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, that's kind of, you know, there's, there's going to be environments and people who particularly have those situations whereby that piece of content's the perfect um, piece of content for them, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you're a person who commutes on a train, you're perhaps more likely to enjoy reading a book or have the time to read a book than someone who drives to work, even if you've got the same journey and do the same job and have all of the same media yes. interests. Yes. So, I mean, I think there's always going to be a place for different types of media formats that fit with the lifestyle and the, you know, preferences of, of, you know, the people who enjoy that content. So there's always going to be that there. But I do think there's something, you know, I kind of originally came from a radio background, and I think there is something incredibly powerful about hearing someone talk. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I think that's kind of particularly in the, the serial um example, that's it felt far more personal. Um I felt far more connected to that than I would have done if I had been watching a video, the same content as a documentary on iPlayer in the UK or on Hulu in the States. Mm. So I think there's certainly something to be said for that there. And I think it's worth people having a try. So a lot of you will listen to this podcast, but many of you will have never ever produced a podcast for your own business. And what I would say is it's never been easier. Um, I picked up a, um, and I'm going to be playing about this, and we'll maybe see some of the output of this over the next couple of months. But I bought a little adapter that plugs into my iPhone um, that takes an XLR lead so I can plug in an SM58 straight into my iPhone and record it. And that's a bit overkill. But like on Amazon, for 30 quid, you can get a microphone that plugs into your lightning socket on your iPhone and produces a reasonable podcast. You know, without having to buy any more equipment and just Mm. use what's there already on your your phone. So, I mean, I think that's exciting because it means then that you can do video with better quality sound. Yes. um, Which is always good to do. But it's never been easier to kind of produce something. And actually, if you've got a half-decent laptop, um, it's probably got a decent mic in there that you could have a go and have a try. Produce your first podcast, send them across, and have a go. What's the worst that could happen?
0: The worst that could happen is nothing. Well, that's it. And that's not (laughs) that bad, is it? You know, you try these
1: things out, and I think there's a great thing to do. If you kind of go, okay, well, I am an expert in my area of business. I want to talk about it. I want to get my ideas down on paper and talk about that for 20 minutes. You record that podcast. Even if not a single person in the world ever listens to that podcast, the process of putting those thoughts together and thinking Mm. about it and then articulating that I think will make you better at your job on a day-to-day basis.
0: I think also if you like talking, what, are you um, saying
1: I like the sound of my own voice,
0: Andy? No, no, I'm not saying that. I am saying if you, inch, oh, if you like um, explaining things, because I, I love explaining yeah. things, especially complex mm. um, ideas. And also, I, I do think that um, if we're talking about formats that I think work really mm. well, if you can find someone who shares your... I'm not going to use the mm. word passion because I'm fed up using that word. <laughs> if you find someone that shares your interests and your enthusiasm... Mm talking about it, then then that potentially could be a good thing. The key is, I think, has to be engaging. Mm. So if you can be engaging and if you have a business, um, subtly promote your business at the end or the Mm. beginning, but don't make it sound like a sales Mm. thing. Really concentrate on giving useful inspiration and advice to your mm. listeners. I think that's going to, what that will do, and we said it a million times before, I mean, podcasting is still very much there. It's absolutely there. I don't think it's the big future. I think it's part of the big future. Mm. But if you can um, engage your listeners and give them something genuine, what that is going to do is, in their minds, it is going to make you a really good person and mm. they're going to want to do business with you mm. or at least they're going to want to, it will open doors. I mm. mean, we hear lots of stories people who started podcasts they were persistent they kept doing them and stuff happened they got in speaking engagements or they got a, a, an opportunity to write a book mm. or you know a new job you know things like that will happen it will open doors the more you put into life the more you get out of it i sound very philosophical now don't i
1: no no i think that's yeah exactly i'd echo that entirely and i think that yeah um you know inevitably we're a big fans of podcasts but i'd love to see a, a new Glut a new generation of mm. of great um, you know podcasts and businesses that are producing them and let us know. I mean that's the you know we're we're always keen to hear them. Um, we're always keen to hear from people who are doing interesting new marketing ideas. So yeah, drop us an email and let us know.
0: And if any that we hear that we like, we'll give a shout out as well. Basically, I mean for me, in summation, I think there may or may not be a second spike. Mm. but I think it's all good and we need to just keep doing it.
1: Yeah, anything that gets more people. Um, to listen to great audio content is good in my book, and anything that inspires more
0: people to produce that great audio content is even better. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Show notes at sitevisibility.com forward slash I podcast. Uh, we're in iTunes and Stitcher, so any comments and reviews would be fantastic there. And uh, two ways you can contact us, email podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk and telephone line if you want to leave an audio question or a comment or just a series of silly noises. Just joking about that. Plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh. Good night from me. Oh, goodbye from me, Andy. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I, I was so silly. What should I say? It's goodbye <laughs> from me, Calvin Newman. See you soon on the Internet Marketing Podcast. That
0: was Calvin Newman. <laughs> See you next time on Internet Marketing. Uh, Overuse of the word Internet Marketing. <laughs>